Yo, 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 what's up? What's happening, everyone? I am the host, Ryan Allen, and welcome to All In, All Out. I hope that every one of you was having a great day and a great start to the week. And whatever time it may be, afternoon, morning, evening, or night, I thank all of you, whoever's listening, for taking the time out of your day to listen to this latest edition of All In, All Out. And if you're new to the show, thank you for giving this show an opportunity. And along with you, taking the time out of your day. It's all glory to God. All right, let's get the show popping. So for today's episode, I'm going to discuss on the the NBA All-Star Game, seeing as the National Basketball Association has a overwhelming majority of African-American players, I see, eh, what's the problem of discussing about the All-Star Game on during Black History Month? But before I get to the All-Star Game, and there's a reason why I'm going to get to it. I do want to address a topic of discussion that happened days or possibly weeks prior to the day of All-Star Weekend. And that's about Carl Carl Malone. Now, the NBA All-Star Game was held in Utah. And for those who don't know who Carl Malone is, he was a former NBA ball player. He was a power forward. And for the majority of his career, he played with the Utah Jazz. He spent one season with the Los Angeles Lakers. And he was a great overall player. He's third all-time in scoring. He was part of that dynamic duo of Stockton and Malone, John Stockton, where John Stockton is first all-time in steals and assists. They went to the finals twice, and they lost to Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Now, some of you may think, oh, that's amazing. They get to bring back Carl Malone, all-time Utah Jazz great. And also, Carl Malone's a very private individual. He doesn't do a lot of public appearances. But... The reason why there was an outroar, at least in basketball circles, is because many years ago, many, 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 many years ago, when Carl Malone was 20 years old, that's almost 40 years ago, he'll be turning 60 in July, he got a 13-year-old girl pregnant. While he was in college, it obviously met with controversy. There wasn't no crime charges filed against Malone. And it was just a whole catastrophe of a situation. I don't even want to get to it because 
just the fact you slept with a 13-year-old and got her pregnant on top of that is disgusting. It's child abuse. Technically, is rape. But here's what I say to that. The whole situation and nowadays people want to have cancel culture and things of that nature. I just ask all of you one question. Did the guy admit that he was wrong for doing it? Did he repent for doing it? Because no matter who we are, no matter what we have done, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. It don't matter if you were a Jeffrey Dahmer. It don't matter if you're someone who committed adultery. It don't matter if you're someone who watches pornography. It's all sin. It all falls under the same category. So I just admonish to any of you who are a part of that cancel culture, who's the type of individual where if someone does something wrong, you just want to get rid of it as if it, it never happened or wants to condemn someone because of a decision they made many moons ago. Just realize that your wrongful actions and your secular actions is just as bad as the secular actions of murder, as the secular actions of fornication, as the sexual, excuse me, the secular (laughs) actions of idolatry. It's all under the umbrella. Now, in different countries, there's different standards of crime. We all know that. But remember in reality, in reality, sin is sin. Wrongdoing is wrongdoing. And if we repent, ask God for forgiveness, and become born again, be baptized in the name of Jesus. He'll wash our sins away. Amen. So just remember that. Now, let's get to the All-Star game. (laughs) On a less serious note. So over a handful of years, it went from East versus West, and now it's essentially a pickup game where they still do the same concept where you get the best from the East and best for the West, but now they... They organize it as if it's a pickup game on the street or any gym for that matter, basketball court for that matter, where the team captains, they pick and choose who they want on their their squad. And the reason I'm explaining this is because not many people are, I can't say many, but I'm pretty sure there are some people out there who aren't familiar with how the NBA All-Star game is now to compare it to how I watched it when I first started watching the NBA. 
So over the weekend, it was Team Giannis versus Team LeBron. Team Giannis won 184 to 174. But I'm going to tell all of you straight up. I didn't watch the All-Star game in full. I didn't. Quite frankly, I didn't watch any event in full for All-Star weekend. I'm talking from the, the, the rookie and sophomore game from, the all, from Saturday with at the dunk contest, the skills challenge, the three-point contest. And there may be one other one I'm forgetting. And especially the All-Star game. But let me go back to the slam dunk contest for a quick moment. It's just a shame that many years ago, many years ago, that we had that classic dunk contest. I believe it was in 2016 between Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. I encourage any one of you who is into the NBA, who is into the game of basketball, that if you want to see a dunk contest, watch that one. Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine. But now, in today's dunk contest, we don't even know who these people are. We don't even know what team they play for. The, the, du- <laughs> the dude that won the dunk contest over the weekend, he got rewarded in money close to the same amount as his regular salary because I believe he's on a two-day contract. I mean, this is where we, we come from, where people with ridiculous athleticism, such as a Ja Moran, a Zion Williamson, LeBron James back in the day, a Russell Westbrook, and they don't participate in the dunk contest. They don't do it. They don't do it. There was a day and age where all-star level players, players that were playing in the all-star game the day after, would participate in all of these Saturday events because it's for the fans. And it doesn't matter if it's, if you're paying a price for admission at any sporting event, it could be for the varsity game for high school, it could be for the college game, it could be for FIBA basketball overseas, or, excuse me, it could be for the NBA. Whatever price of admission league, it's for the fans. It's for the fans. Because at the end of the day, it's just a game. It's just a game. And I find it amazing how these players nowadays, they 
don't care about the fans. All this load of management crap. Want to rest for playing basketball. Imagine that. For playing basketball, you want to rest. There are construction workers. There are people on Wall Street, nurses, doctors, police officers, EMTs, people that work in the coal mines, that work hardcore labor jobs. And you want to rest for basketball. People like Kawhi Leonard should be ashamed of themselves. They should be ashamed because you're resting for a basketball game while there's someone in the stands that has never seen you play before possibly and that's their birthday gift and you want to rest to heal your knee. You want to be 100%. What's the matter with you? You're not always going to be 100%. Not possible. Not possible. But real quick, I want to play this clip from Anthony Edwards. And he's talking about load management. And I'm not going off an all-star game, but I want to address this real quick. Because these, these NBA players who got all of this technology, all the nutritional perks that people like John Stockton didn't have back in the day. And he played 19 seasons. And you see the amount of games he missed. Go look it up. It's incredible. But here, take a listen to this. If there's anything I could change about the league to make it better, probably just all the guys sitting resting. That's the only thing I probably don't like. Um, just play, man. If you, if you, if you, if you, 80%, you got to play. I, I don't, I don't like all the sitting, missing games and stuff like these people. These people might have enough money to come to one game, you know what I'm saying? And it, that might be the game they come to and then you sitting out, you know what I'm saying? So I take pride in trying to play every game because I don't know. It might be one fan that has never seen me play and I'm trying to play. So I don't. that's the only thing I don't like, uh, guys just sitting out. That's right. That's right. He's spot on. As a fan in the stands. That possibly never seen you play before. It is your job. That's why Michael Jordan said the same thing. Kobe Bryant said the same thing. It's why I put these guys over LeBron James, Shaquille O'Neal, and all Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, all these guys from today's generation because they want to rest. They, they want to load manage. I ain't talking about load manage. You don't want to play. Let's, let's stop being politically correct. Let's stop it. Let me, let me get back to the All-Star game because I could go all day with that. So parallel now with the All-Star game. It used to be competitive. It used to be something for me. I enjoyed watching on a yearly basis. But ever since, I would say, 2013, 2014, the games are just not competitive. And 
I believe part of the reason is that the media has made it in a way. And when I say it, I mean the the end-all, be-all for these players is if you don't win a championship, your career has an asterisk on it. You know, there are a lot of great players who didn't win a championship and had a phenomenal career. Look at Reggie Miller. Never won a championship. Got to a finals. But he's one of the greatest three-point shooters of all time. You look at Gary Payton. He won a championship. But people, when you think of Gary Payton, you don't think about his championship with the Miami Heat. You think about his defensive intensity throughout his career, whether he was with the Sonics, the, the Celtics, the Bucks, and all that. Charles Barkley. You don't think about the one time he made to the finals. You don't think about that he didn't win a championship. Now, when he's on TNT, people such as Shaq, they like to point that out. But Charles Barkley is one of the greatest power forwards of all time. You know, what he did early in his career is phenomenal with the 76ers. Look, again, Carl Malone, John Stockton. These guys didn't win championships. Patrick Ewan, I could go on. Steve Nash. But these guys have great NBA respectful careers. And they've done so much within the time that they played. But nowadays, it's, it's, it's been determined that if you don't win an NBA title, your career is minuscule. Even recently when LeBron James became the all-time leading scorer in NBA history, passing a record that stood almost 40 years, people were saying, would this record mean anything if the Lakers don't make the play-in tournament? Which I'm totally against, by the way. Will this record mean anything if the Lakers don't make the pot, the playoffs? The dude became the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. A guy, mind you, is a pass-first player. But we want to talk about his legacy in terms of making the playoffs. So a media, the media has a big part to play. And these players nowadays half-assing the way throughout the regular season. Because their mindset is, look, I'm not going to get credit if I win the dunk contest. I'm only going to get credit if I win championships. So let me rest myself throughout the regular season. Make sure we're in a position enough to where we have a great playoff spot. And then we go from there. We can't blame players if they say, eh, why do I care about the All-Star game? I'm not going to win a championship. This doesn't affect me how I play. This by presence alone is enough 
for these fans. No, who cares about wanting to play hard, playing harder in the summertime than actual game in front of billions of fans worldwide to see the, the best from the West versus the best from the East for that season. Nah, who cares? I'm not going to win a title. Who cares? Ah, this three-point shooting contest. Eh, who cares? It doesn't matter. Because in the media, we made it to where if you don't win titles, your career means little to nothing. That's what it comes down to. And it shouldn't be that way. It, sh- it should not. And I- I'm not someone who just looks at someone's career and say, oh, they didn't win a championship. No, I look at, okay, how many all-star appearances did he have? How many all-NBAs did he have? MVPs, all-defensive. How many games did he play consistently? Did he have longevity? What was his career average in these categories? I look at all that. In the championship, that's just a a bonus additive to someone's career. But it's not the end-all, be-all. Not everyone is going to win the championship. Now, would it be disappointing for certain players not to win a championship? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like if Giannis didn't win a championship, if Kevin Durant didn't win a championship, which I question, eh, that one. If Steph Curry didn't win a championship, Again, it, would it be a disappointment to certain standards? Yes. But again, if he did all of the, if those players did all of these other great achievements, again, all NBAs, defensive, all-stars, dunk contests. No, these are all accolades that not everyone gets. Rookie of the year. But again, in the media, we made it seem like, not we, but they made it seem like championships are the end or be all. And it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't. Now, owners, they should be held accountable as well because they're the one paying these players all this money. And again, these, these TV's deals is justifiable. But if you're looking out for the fans... You should be playing 82 games. 82 games. All of the benefits, as I mentioned earlier, that these players have nowadays. You telling me they can play at minimal 70 games? Minimal 70 games? It's, it's, it's just terrible. It's sad. As someone who started watching the NBA in 2008, where people were competitive, on a daily basis. I used to watch an NBA game at least once every other day. It didn't matter what type of game was on NBA TV, TNT, ESPN, ABC. Didn't matter. Did not matter because I knew it was going to be competitive. But now people are missing games. We don't know what player is going to play. Oh, I got a back illness. <laughs> ankle soreness. And you no, know, these players lie. They have no integrity. Many of these players lie. They don't have no integrity. 
whatsoever. Again, they don't care about the fans. I still remember that one year where I believe the Cavs were playing in Memphis. And it was around Christmas time. And there was one kid whose birthday number, the Christmas gift, was to see LeBron James. And not only did LeBron not play, he didn't even show up. My gosh, man. And I saw a video recently of a guy recording LeBron and telling him straight out, said, hey, LeBron, I need my money back. And you're not playing. And LeBron just looking at him. Just plain face, don't care. At the end of the day, man, these players, majority of them, they don't care about the fans. They don't. I mean, if they cared about the fans, they would play hard. And I want to play a clip from the late Kobe Bryant. And he talks about how the All-Star game and what has come to. And this was back in 2020. And we're in 2023. So he was ahead of this curve. So take a listen. I think the All-Star game in general needs a little revamping. It used to be competitive. I always loved competing in them. I didn't lose many of them. Fans want to see the best pickup game in the world. They want to see you running up and down and dunking and doing all this crazy. They want to see the, what happens when you get these collection of best basketball players on the planet and they play and they go head up against each other. I mean, you guys play harder at a pickup game in UCLA. For real. And ain't billions of people watching. For real. Yeah, you do. That's right. He's spot on with that. He's very spot on. That's why Kobe Bryant is one of, if not my favorite player of all time, that I actually got to see play live on television. This guy competed. It didn't matter what it was. This guy, that guy competed. Didn't matter what it was. He competed. <laughs> and you see these guys in the all-star game. I saw clips. Damian Lillard shooting from half court. People allowing other players to essentially do a layup line. The coach for the Denver Nuggets said it was the worst game he ever saw. Uh, I think it's Mike Malone is his name. People shooting three-pointers out the gym. It's just like, come on, man. He have a little competitiveness. And now they're thinking about the NBA a, a while back, saying they do a mid-season tournament. Are you kidding me? Why are we giving to these players? Do your job. It's that simple. <laughs> Just do your job. You're getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars to shoot a basketball and prevent someone else from making a basketball shot. That's what you're getting paid for. Let's just call it a spade a spade. And you don't want to play hard for the fans that are paying your salary at the end of the day? Because without the fans, there's, there's no NBA. Without an audience, there's no business whatsoever. And we need 
as fans to stand up for this foolishness. That's why I ain't watched the NBA All-Star Weekend. I just saw clips on TikTok and Twitter. I ain't watching. I ain't participating in that. You make the same comparison for the Pro Bowl. Now, for the NFL, that's more understandable because it's a physical game. But yet, the Pro Bowl is at the end of the year, around Super Bowl time, where many of those players, they're not even in the playoffs, let alone the Super Bowl. So you have a reason to play hard for the fans. Again, with me, it was such an exciting time of year. You get to see the best of the best of the best compete against one another. Whether it was, the, again, the skills challenge, the three-point contest, the dunk contest. That was exciting. Very, very exciting. To see the best against the best. And let alone the all-star game. Get to see the best of the east side versus the best of the west side for that season. To see which, which conference is better. That meant something. That meant something for the fans. So I encourage any one of you who... Whether you run a business, you're a player. Just remember, if you're playing a game where people are paying the price of admission to watch you play, you give your best. You give your best because the game is for the fans at the end of the day. Now, for certain organizations, do they need the price of admission? They just want to charge people because they can and they know certain people want to watch the game. And I'm talking high school level. Sure. Even college to a certain extent. Certain colleges. But either way, if if, if you're going to do that, charge people, you give your best no matter what. The people earn that money. That's their hard-earned money. Because the game, whether it's basketball, baseball, or any other sport in the world, it's for the fans. Plain and simple. All right. That's all I got for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. A little more on the entertaining side. So again, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something from this episode. You can follow me on all of my social media platforms. They'll be in the link tree link in the description. Please give the show a five-star rating and leave a comment if you desire. I greatly would appreciate it. Only takes less than a minute. It will help the algorithm out. Tongue twister. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, stay blessed and stay well balanced. Peace!